cave without it. I'll be there with the hammers of justice. You make me a mistake, I will fucking kill you. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do. God, now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Let's dance, bozo. Hello and welcome to Gotham City Limits, your premier podcast for all things Batman. He is Vengeance, he is the Knight, and I'm M. And that's Autumn. I heard that he's just Vengeance. That's all I heard. Uh, I mean, he's not the Knight yet, it's only like year two. Uh, yeah, okay. It's episode uh, 17. <laughs> we were going to watch uh, the, the Invisible Dad, whatever that episode's called. And then uh, you're in Chicago looking at apartments. Uh, the new Gotham City, by all, if you ask Christopher Nolan. Um, <laughs> and I am tired. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> at yeah. some point, we need to figure out on, cause we have, we had Bag End lot yesterday. I just need to watch the Batman episode on like Sunday night. Cause during the week, I'm just too goddamn tired. It's been a, I've been well, a hard time once, adjusting the job situation. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to mention this to you. Once I move, I could ask for like Fridays off all the time. So at least you have like a Friday night instead of like a weird weeknight thing going on. No, I'm, um, I don't know if there's we'll a good solution there. You just, you get the times you want and I will adapt. The actual thing is, okay. it's just my, the, my schedule is just still really not settled yet. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Anyway, this is a off podcast talk. No, 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 I mean it's fine. Whatever. Um, yeah, we're so we're bringing you a random. I didn't want to do nothing because we'd missed two episodes recently, and I was like, we could sit down and talk mm-hmm. about some bullshit. I just didn't want to watch an episode of Batman last night. I was like, I'd rather do anything. And I was like, would you just want to like <laughs> show up and talk about the, the Batman trailer and uh, other stuff? And you're like, yeah, sure. So that's it. I, I've read like one issue of Batman. It was still year zero stuff, and I still don't like it because it was an issue of Red Hood and the Outlaws or whatever. And oh boy, that's a bad comic book. It looks bad. So uh, the I read a couple things, um, and I watched Lego Batman. Um, I'll talk about the stuff I read first because I've it's much lighter. I feel like yes. Um. I had a I had a um a thirst for Superman a little bit. Um so I thought to myself like a fucking moron. Um well, I'll pick up the first issue of Superman Rebirth. This is a, I I think we've talked about this on the show. Rebirth is like the next big reboot they did after um uh New 52 and so I assumed like an idiot that that would be a great jumping on point that i would understand what was happening i read six issues and couldn't could not parse them at all it starts with superman at the grave of clark kent but not like he's burying his secret identity i think he's burying a different superman couldn't figure that out he's burying Um, the new 52 clark kent right maybe i have no idea this is not explained i had to read some crossover event apparently and i didn't do that because i thought i could read superman number one and be fine that was not true (laughs) what was the what was was this comic again 
it's just the first. Um, I I don't know. I don't know if it's a. Uh, it's the first volume of Superman Rebirth. I don't know if it was actually Superman number one or if they stuck with like Superman seven hundred whatever. Um, uh, yeah, Superman twenty sixteen number one. Um, Superman Rebirth. Okay, um, so. This, what happened here is the New 52 Superman that had existed, you remember like, you know, five years, because New 52 was like everyone's been superheroes for five years, whatever. This is the guy Mm -hmm. who had like a relationship with Wonder Woman, whatever. That guy fucking dies at the end of New 52 stuff. And the Superman that's burying him is the post-crisis from 1986 up to when 2013 or whatever Rebirth was Superman. He's he's back. And he's got a son. He's married to <laughs> Lois Lane. Remember, there were like no more marriages and broke them up. And like, that's all, that's new 52 stuff. This is going, like, he's married to Lois Lane. He's got a kid. That kid's now bisexual or whatever. I don't remember. It was in the news last yeah. week. Um, that's yeah. Superman with all the history. The Superman people fucking want to read about the one who died and came back to life. That's Superman. He's back. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that. I just wish somebody had said, there was even just a tag that was like, read more about this in Convergence or whatever. I think oh, yes. Flashpoint, I don't know. Flashpoint is when, is the thing that like created the new 52. Convergence is the thing that broke it up. Okay. Convergence was like a weird <laughs> um, bunch of like one shots and stuff. They were all like the things you liked from before the new 52, like the post crisis characters are coming back. There's like an episode, there's an issue of Convergence I have that's a Gail Simone written one that's like the marriage of Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon. Just total fan service. I love it. (laughs) It's not even like a particularly good issue, but like I was ready for some closure on those two. Um, (laughs) Um, and then, yeah, I, I ended up, I got past that and I liked the, I liked the setup of the story because it's a, it's kind of about, um, like, like John Kent, um, Lois and Clark's, um, son is kind of the point of view character. That's a character I've read about in other books, and so I was like, oh, I like John. I think this is a good idea for, like, a um, story. And also, coincidentally, he's, like, in the news. So I was like, okay, cool. Maybe I can, like, get caught up and know why he's taking over as Superman. Um, and so um, that was, like, an interesting premise. But then, like, the Eradicator shows up, and I had to Google who the Eradicator was at, because... Superman's just like, oh my god, it's the Eradicator, my greatest enemy. And I was like, I don't know who that is. Oh, um, well, we'll get to the Eradicator when we watch the animated series. Eradicator's like a, just a, that's a, that's an important guy. And then he's like carrying around the ghosts of everybody on Krypton inside him, and he slurps up uh, Crypto, and he slurps up Superman, and he tries to slurp up uh, John, but then Superman uses the souls of the dead uh, people of Krypton to do a spirit bomb or something and he beats up the eradicator also at some point lois gets into a batman like iron man suit basically i don't know it was not the the eradicator is one of the four supermen in return of the superman oh okay that guy (laughs) okay he's like a classic ass superman villain no, as soon as you said that, I was like, that guy! Okay, okay. I know who the Eradicator yeah. is. <laughs> um, the, 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 I guess the other thing that's frustrating is that I know um, 
I have also read uh, the first volume a couple years ago when it first hit, uh, the first volume of Action Comics uh, from Rebirth. Yes. Um, which is just, that first volume I really liked. It's just Dan Jurgens, uh, like, kind of just doing, like, fan service victory lap stuff as he Dan Jurgens just comes back and writes and draws a story about Superman beating the hell out of Doom Day. Um, oh, know, not want. the New 52 stuff. You mean the 90s stuff. Oh, yeah. The, the, the first of all, Action Comics Rebirth, not Action Comics uh, New 52, which I believe yes. is the Grant Morrison. That's the Grant. Yeah, Superman. yes, that is that Superman. <laughs> Which you're like, I'm like, man, even reading it, I was like, this is a good idea. And then, like, ten issues in, it's already, like, veered off into some bullshit no one cares about. Miserable. I can't. I literally, I thought about picking that up, and I was like, because Blue Jeans Superman is, like, an idea built for me specifically. This is my hole. I fit in here. Yes. And then I'm like, Grant Morrison wrote it. It's going to go off the rails. I know it is. Yep. I know this is going to go some stupid place, and I'm going to be mad. Um... Other stuff, uh, I started reading DC New Frontier. That's like a graphic novel, so I figure I'll just mention it again next week when I actually finish it. Uh, It looks so good. Darwin Cook is fucking incredible. (laughs) If people have not read Batman Ego, that is like... I haven't actually read that. uh, It's it's one of my favorites. Um, It's very like, let's do psychoanalysis on like Bruce Wayne and Batman and like... In that way, it's sort of a cliche story, but uh, it's illustrated by Darwin Cook, so who cares? Uh, New Frontier, Frontier, I remember liking quite a bit. It's got, like, its weirdnesses, but, man, it looks Mm -hmm. fucking good. Yeah, it's got got some weird stuff, and there's some stuff where I was like, I wish this was, like, a a series so that more things got developed but but i'm really liking it you know did you get did you get to uh people's liberator one woman yes it's so fucking good (laughs) i i really want um and i know it's gonna happen i know the big iconic superman panel from this uh uh book but i really want more superman because the idea of like at least where I'm at, um, like maybe just slightly less than halfway through, we've got Superman who's like, you know, an agent of the U.S. government and is sort of like grading against it, but also doesn't know how, that he can, he's Superman, he can just say no to the U.S. government. Yes. <laughs> um, and I know that's coming. So I'm excited because also I did not know that uh, part of the setup for that is Wonder Woman's like, I'm a fucking Amazon queen. I don't have to take shit from the U.S. government. No. <laughs> um, she's great. Yeah, I love Diana. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I I, I should reread that because it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and then Lego Batman, a movie I did not like. So <laughs> I saw Lego Batman when it came out. Like weekend it came out. I remember enjoying it. I really didn't like the Lego Movie because that's a movie about selling you kits. Of the characters from Lego mm-hmm. Movie, but the plot of the movie is building things via the instructions is wrong and bad. Please buy the kits of the, the unicorn horse and the car. And I'm like, <laughs> you can't fucking do this. Um, and Lego Batman was just like, here's like a, here's like a, a late period Batman with a lot of jokes that like are about the extended Bat universe. And then at the end, hilariously WB tries to pull in every property they own. And that means the wizard of Oz and fucking Lord of the Rings and the Mm -hmm. Daleks are here. And you're just like, you don't, you want to be Disney so bad and you just fucking can't do it. It's hilarious (laughs) to me. 
the the one of those that works for me is I think that's the best Voldemort that's ever been um, because he's just a gay wizard. <laughs> There's one thing I know about Voldemort is that he's a dead gay wizard. <laughs> It's also very funny because Ray Fiennes is in that movie, yes. but not as Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, um, I guess I, because I also I was grading against the Disneyness of the movie, by which I mean, like, I, from the way people talked about it, I was hoping for just a straightforward Batman movie. Oh, I was no. expecting a couple meta jokes. But I thought it was just going to be, we made a Batman movie for children. Mm-hmm. Um, nah. And it's it's way too, like, Disney winking at the camera. Oh, we know how corny Batman is. We know, like... I mean, here's the thing for know. me is, like, that movie stood in direct opposition to Dark Knight Rises, which is a movie I yes. fucking hate. Everything about that movie yeah. is loathsome to me. <laughs> That's the other thing, is that... Um, I haven't seen Dark Knight Rises in six years. Um, I walked out of the theater and I was like, well, that's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, And then I just have never thought about it again. I was angry for like a week about how bad that movie is. And then it's just dropped out of my memory. Mm -hmm. So divorced of that context, I could definitely see like, oh, somebody like actually gets Batman. But for me, it's a little too much like uh, the sort of like same thing as like, the girl boss Aladdin movie or the girl boss um, Beauty and the Beast movie where it's just like, oh, you know, let's make a like, let's make a movie for kids that also has a bunch of like winking jokes to the parents about how dumb this thing that they like is. Mm -hmm. Um, And that just did not work for me at all. I just wanted a normal Batman movie. Um, I just wanted a normal Batman movie, you know, I, 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 I can see that. Um, especially like I wanted a Batman movie for kids. I wanted like, you know, I didn't necessarily want like Batman 66, but I wanted something that was like straightforward, but not, you know, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, even having not seen the movie, I do remember when it came out, just thinking to myself like, Oh, thank God! They're not just going to keep doing this forever. I mean, thank I God, I remember going because I went opening night to that as I normally did. And I remember being a full theater. There were a lot of kids there, and everyone having a great time. Like I know that my memory of that mm-hmm. movie is clouded by the part where I saw it with a crowd that was like ready to laugh at some Batman stuff. Because um, that's like, yeah, that was my experience like Jurassic World, which is a fucking terrible movie. I understand that logically, <laughs> but I saw the theater packed full of kids who were just hyped to see some dinosaurs. And you just can't hate a movie when you're sitting there watching a bunch of children eat it up. I just can't do it. I mean, I mean, yeah, I I have a deep affection for Lego Movie because I was um, my partner at the time had um, a like. 11 year old brother and a nine year old brother. And so we took them to go see the Lego movie Mm -hmm. and I had a great time because the kids were having a good time. I I saw Lego movie and I, I I walked out there. I'm like, that was really good. I was writing about movies Mm -hmm. at the time. That was what I did. It was way before podcasting. And so the next day I sit down to write my thing about the Lego movie and I start Mm -hmm. writing. I'm like, wait a second. I've been bamboozled. (laughs) 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 Like, like I just I just like let the movie like enter my brain rent free and just like set up shop and I didn't interrogate any of it until the next day when I slept on it which is like sometimes that's an important part of movie watching is like give yourself time sit there and be like ah eh, no that was actually bullshit I liked it at the time but now it's bullshit um 
important thing to have as a critic sometimes. Um, and so that was my experience with that. And like, I, I've not been dissuaded from that point of view since then, but, um, I don't think by the time the Lego Batman movie came out, I think I was done writing about movies. So I didn't have to do that. <laughs> uh, thank God, but I should rewatch it. I should, I mean, it's probably on HBO Max because all the Batman shit it is. is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's how we watched great it. Great way to just ingest um, Batman as fast as you want. Yes. Yes. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. If people want to hear that process you're talking about happen in real time, they should go find the export audio episode that's like, Nora and I have just walked out of Rise of Skywalker. Because as we're sitting in Rise of Skywalker, I'm like, that movie's dumb. I was laughing. I'm having a great time. And as the podcast goes on, I'm like, wait a second. I think that's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. So so I didn't see Rise of Skywalker like for like, it had already hit Disney+. Plus. And I was sick. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sick. When I'm, when I'm act, I, I sometimes get like ill and you know, you take a day off, but you're not like sick. When you're sick, mm-hmm. when I'm sick, I want to watch just garbage. I just want the worst fucking movies I could find <laughs> because I'm not going to, I'm, I'm feverish and barely paying attention. And I wrote, I watched Rise of Skywalker under those circumstances. Even in those circumstances, I was like, what the fuck is this? How did anyone accept this as like, okay? Like the death of Star Wars is happening. They haven't made another one since then because they fucked it all up. <laughs> I, I genuinely think it was just, like, absolute disbelief at how bad that movie could be. Like, I remember when when Chewbacca comes back to life, like, <laughs> laughing out loud in the theater. And I, I think about that, and I'm like, that must have just been disbelief. Yeah. That must have just been, like, shock and awe about the depths of how terrible they could make this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're in Chicago. Um Yeah. The Nolan movies cast Chicago as Gotham City, and I, I've never mm-hmm. liked this, um, cause mm. it, one, it's called Gotham City. Gotham was what New York City was referred to as, like, colloquially throughout the, the first half of the 20th century. Um, it's kind of fallen out of favor, but, um, it's weird to me, cause, like, the whole point to me was that, like, Metropolis and Gotham are both New York City. They're just different worldviews yes. on what a metropolis yes. is. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and it, it worked especially in like a pre clean up New York City where New York City was considered a place that was like run down and shitty and there was a lot of crime, but also it, there was Broadway and, and, you know, like, uh, Wall Street and like all the like right. important things were there. So you could see both happening at the same time. And that, that seedy New York that you find in like New York films of the seventies, it, it doesn't exist on this earth anymore. That, that city's gone. And it, like we're right. lesser for it ultimately. I feel like as a people. Um, <laughs> and so they moved into Chicago and Chicago's got a reputation now. I mean, at, at least here, I'm sure it's true where like in St. Louis, it's like that's the place where the crime is in Chicago. Yeah. But it, but I, I have, I have mentioned to a couple people from work, I'm moving to Chicago and they're like, are you going to be safe? And I'm like, it's a city. It's fine. The, <laughs> it's a city. The thing, the thing about the <laughs> Chicago thing specifically that never got put on New York, but people, the, the, the addendum to Chicago is an unsafe city is it's an unsafe city. That's where all the black people live. Yes. And, and which is a- Nolan's version of Gotham as Chicago. White, 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 the white, white, city white, in the white, world. white. <laughs> This is also the very funny thing about, like, even in St. Louis, there's this, like, uh, like reputation of Chicago as, like, a very dangerous place. Mm-hmm. And it's always funny to me because I'm like, y'all know that, like, St. Louis is a majority black town, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all know that? <laughs> um, But whatever. 
Yeah, it's just uh, it's. Um, I I never liked that vision of Gotham as as Chicago. Yeah, I've never been to Chicago. Yeah, I'd, you know, someday I'd, I'd like to visit. You're gonna live there. Maybe I'll visit you. You yeah. can show me the sights. Um, here's the Starbucks. Yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> here's the it's dispensary. A normal town. <laughs> It's just a normal fucking place. I don't know. I've, never, I've been to DC. That's the only mm. city. Um, is Tucson bigger than Omaha? Tucson's probably bigger than Omaha. those are the only two cities I've been to that are bigger, and New Orleans. Those are the two, three cities mm-hmm. but that are bigger than Omaha. So I've never been to like mm. the big ones. You know. Mm-hmm. I um, I have an uncle who lives in New York, mm-hmm. and so when I was a kid, we'd go visit him. Um, and in some ways, like Gotham City still is New York to mm-hmm. me because, uh, you know. Growing up in Kansas, New York is impossibly big yeah. and impossibly loud in a way that, like, hurts me mm-hmm. a little bit. And so, like, you know, even, like, you know, I'm young enough that I've never been to New York uh, before 9-11. Or if I had been, I certainly don't remember yeah. it. Um, very, like, post-Giuliani, like, yes. my memories of being in New York. Um, it, and it still kind of feels like this, like gross loud place to me that like rings true for gotham Mm -hmm. um this is also why i never um never liked the fucking snyder thing where uh metropolis and gotham are like across town because i'm like (laughs) i'm like no they have to be like the same place but also radically different and if you put them across this river from each other it doesn't make no no no. they gotta be like a (laughs) way like in my mind they're like the different the distance between like dc and new york city Yes, yes. How that works in America? Don't know. Don't ask questions. (laughs) Yeah, no, I absolutely, like, I have a very strong sense of, like, where they should be. But if you ask me to, like, draw on a map, like, where I think, like, Gotham City and Metropolis should be, I'm like, no, 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 no. They need to be far apart from each other, but I don't know where they are. But they're not, like, they're both East Coast cities. You could drive from one Mm -hmm. to the other in a day, but that's, like, your trip. You're taking a whole day to drive from Gotham to to Metropolis. Yes, yes. I also, I think of Central City as, like, vaguely West Coasty as, like, oh, really? a sort of, like, mish... I, I think of it maybe... I think I think of it as, like, no. what if Ohio had, no. like, a major city in it? Yeah, actually, I think that's I think that's closer, because I started to say it, because I think, like, sometimes it gets, like, a little San Francisco-y mm-hmm. in the, that Flash CW, CW show. Mm-hmm. But as I was thinking about it, I was like, no, it feels like maybe, like... Like, you could get an inexpensive flight from Central City to, like, Gotham. Like, it wouldn't, like, break the budget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. But, yeah. Uh. Do we want to talk about this trailer, I guess? Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, you know, we could, uh, we could just, um. I was looking at cities. Coast City, that's definitely West Coast. It's called Coast City. Yes. Yes. Isn't is there, like, a Justice League team that's, like, headquartered in, like, Michigan or something? No, I'm thinking of the Great Lakes Avengers. Yeah, you're that's what Lakes I'm thinking Avengers. of. Yeah, uh, which is a different thing. I, was, I, I sometimes get Great Lakes Avengers, which is the, like, comedy Avengers team mixed up with JLI, which is the uh, comedy uh, Justice League team. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Um, Just League, uh, should... League International. That's a good, that's a good book. I actually, um, I was listening to War Rocket Ajax and I decided to download JLI because they were talking about some like crossover thing with Suicide Squad and JLI did. And I was like, oh, I've never read like, 
you know, the original, like, post-crisis, like, Suicide Squad stuff, and I hear nothing but great things about it, and it keeps showing up in New Frontier, and I don't understand, I don't know who the fuck Rick Flag is. I, like, seen him in stuff, but I don't actually yes. know, so I was thinking about, uh... He's the, he's the guy reading, like... in the Suicide Squad movies that doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, he's very funny because he shows up in New Frontier. Is like, oh, everybody knows this is the. Uh, he's just like the action the Suicide guy, right? Squad like, guy. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like DC. DC needed a, a GI Joe, and they made Rick Flag. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, whereas, like, and I, I think that's like what Suicide Squad was for a while. I guess I don't know. Um, but now it's just the Harley Quinn and, and nobody's team. You know, now it is just so completely like Harley Quinn is on the cover of every issue um, because she's much more bankable than fucking Rick Flag. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but um, yeah, J. I, I read JLI because a lot of those characters get expounded upon really interestingly in Batman: Brave and the Bold. There's a whole arc about Blue Beat, both Blue Beetles and Booster Gold, and like. Okay. Um, the, the Guy Gardner Green Lantern shows up in, I think that, and also the Green Lantern, um, I think he's in the Green Lantern Bruce Tim that CG show, maybe. He was in something else. Just mm. a lot of those characters I was exposed to around that time, and I was like, I'm gonna read this comic. Um, <laughs> different experience, but it's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I like it. Um, anyway, yeah. So we, I was like, what are we gonna talk about if we're not gonna watch an episode? And thankfully, Warner Brothers had DC Fandome this weekend. Um, Dumb word. Which, in, Dumb which included word. a new trailers for both of the video games, the, the, the bad Suicide Squad shooter, um, and the new Arkham, Gotham Knights, Gotham Knights. That's what that's called. Gotham Knights. Yes. I missed this. I didn't. Oh notice. I didn't yeah, see they're doing trailers. they're doing Court of Owls stuff, um, which of course they are. Everyone does. Um, yeah, and, it's weird. It's weird that like Court of Owls was ten years ago and has already gotten assimilated into like okay, there's like five Batman stories that get assim- get adapted yes. and like. Um, you know, we subbed out. Uh, it's like year one, death in the family. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. No Man's Land, <laughs> Court of Owls, yep, <laughs> and Dark Knight. Sometimes Rises. the Killing Joke. Yeah, sometimes the Killing sometimes. Joke. Sometimes, yeah, <laughs> those are the ones. That's it. Um, did you see? I I didn't realize this until very recently that like, um, Scott Snyder is doing his own or did his own maybe, um, Dark Knight Returns because I the last night on Earth or whatever. No. Um, <laughs> Last I saw I don't was the, the the metal like Justice League metal or so whatever shit, and I it looked so stupid. I stopped paying attention to anything he was doing. So once Rebirth hit, I knew he did All Star Batman, yes. which I think is just like you know actiony comics that yeah. I think people enjoyed. Um, he did the DC metal and death metal stuff, yes. uh, which I don't care about. Yeah. And then the other thing he did or is doing is, yeah, Last Night on Earth, which is like post-apocalypse Batman. Yeah, it's Snyder and Capullo, um, man. They got the cushiest gig that anyone's ever had. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Make a moderately successful Batman run and you're set for fucking life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, the, so the, the games, whatever, the, they were not, they didn't barely showed gameplay. Um I'll probably end up playing and d- disliking both of those games, let's be honest. Um, they showed some <laughs> stuff of the uh, John Cena TV show. I didn't watch that. I'm just going to watch the TV show when it comes out. It's going to be fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, they showed yeah. some uh, Aquaman 2 concept art. Very excited about that. Everyone's riding seahorses. Fuck yeah. Um, there was a thing about Black <laughs> Adam. And there's <laughs> the Rock is on like a big CG set. And he's like, he's like 
the way he talks is like he's running a Patreon, like a really successful Patreon. Because <laughs> he comes out and he's like, DC Universe, you know that I, I work hard for my bosses and you're my boss. I'm here to tell you that I was born to play Black Adam. And I'm like, the villain from Shazam that no one gives a shit about? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's this massive trailer about he's Black Adam, who's like a fake Egyptian guy who got the Shazam powers way back when and became a tyrant because his wife died. I don't really know the Black Adam story. I don't give a shit. I'll, no, ultimately, I don't give no, a shit. Um, no. But like the part where Dwayne Johnson, maybe the last movie star we have left after Tom Cruise dies, goes up on a CG mm-hmm. set and is like, I, I've been working on it for 10 years. And this tree, he's been working on this for fucking ever. I was born to play Black Adam. Like, what? why excuse me it's it's not quite it's not quite saying all i've ever wanted is to make a kite man movie but it's not that far off i'll be honest with you (laughs) condiment king the television series (laughs) oh um stupid uh stupid random um lego batman thoughts i was a little upset when they start doing the like running through like oh we have every fucking batman villain in here uh and kg beast never shows up i was like kg beast should be in this movie i understand why you don't but they need to put kg beast in this movie they should put kg beast in harley quinn i (laughs) have never understood why people like kg beast I just find him funny. He's just I discount just Bane. He's just discount Bane. I don't like I'm gonna go to every Bane here. <laughs> I just think it's ridiculous. I just think it's a ridiculous name. And um, I have, I have, otherwise I have, like, he's just I have an outsized Bane. affection for Bane because I was really into Secret Six where Bane gets a lot of like characterization um mm-hmm. and is is interesting and like a sad figure and I like him a lot. And he every other mm-hmm. depiction of Bane does not earn any of this. <laughs> but I like Bane. I'm like, why would you use KG Beast when you can have Bane? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have an outsized hatred of Bane because my first exposure to him was Arkham Asylum. So, oh, yeah, fair um... enough. <laughs> the 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 Bane in Harley Quinn's pretty good. I like him with his mugs. I love I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I was not ready for um, because uh, he's just doing the the fucking Tom yes. Hardy voice. Um, and so when that happens in Lego Batman, I didn't blink, but Nora lost her shit because she hasn't seen Harley Quinn. And so she's like, why is he just doing the Tom Hardy voice? That's what Bane is to everyone now. Yeah. This is what they do every time. Yeah. He's He's he's, got a Lucha mask and he's got a weird Tom Hardy voice. Yeah. He's supposed to be South American, but everyone's forgotten that now. It's just fallen out of the characterization. Yeah. Um, um it's yeah, it's ridiculous. Anyway, um <laughs> we're here to, so the main thing is they put out a trailer for The Batman, the Matt Reeves movie, uh The Batman starring Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz and uh Paul Dano and Jeffrey Wright. Um Oh, is that who they got Paul Dano for the um for the Riddler. Uh Gosh. And um and uh John Turturro and uh Andy Circus. I think those are all the Oh and um fucking what's his face as the penguin. God, why can't I think of his uh name? Um Colin Farrell. Uh, Colin Farrell. Oh unrecognizably okay. ridiculous under makeup Colin Farrell. Yeah. I'm like, you just wanted weird. you just wanted Clive Owen and he said no, so you got Colin Farrell and you made him look like Clive Owen. And that's what we've done here. That's what this trail. That's what he is in this trailer. I'm like, what the fuck's happening here? Um, weird, weird. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so um, I figured we'd just talk about it because uh, there's a new Batman movie coming. Yeah, and people I'm... on Twitter are fucking weird about it already. 
They're so weird about what? it. What? Why are people being weird? I have I've missed this. I think. It's just so. Whenever I just like look at the trend, because whenever I'm like looking for something, I'll just look at the trending tabs or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And people like the people who didn't like the the like the Justice League and Batman v Superman have oh, all okay. latched onto this movie. All of the Robert Pattinson fandom that still exists have latched onto this movie in like a very different way. And the two have just mm-hmm. mixed in this heady, like this is, and also it's got like an aura that like drive had, like the people who are looking for another movie about cool guys being tough have all coalesced okay. on this one okay. movie. And they're just going to okay. be the most insufferable people on earth. <laughs> okay. I, um, I see how this happens. Yes. I guess, you know, I was, th- I was, it's funny you mentioned uh, the rock because I was thinking while I was watching the trailer, I was like, I like Robert Pattinson. He is not a movie star. You know? I, I, so um, I thought that he, like, I haven't seen all the Twilight movies, but like, I'm not counting those. Everyone who worked on this movie seemed to not really give it their all or were deliberately taking the piss out of work that meant a lot to people. It's like a weird situation. I don't feel equipped to yeah. comment on it. I really liked him in Cosmopolis, which is a weird, not particularly great movie, but he's fucking good in it. You're like, man, this guy, mm-hmm. he could be doing something. I haven't seen Tenet. I know he's in Tenet. I'm not going to watch Tenet. Um, I would rather do mm-hmm. anything else than watch Tenet in my life. Um, but he's not, yeah, he's not a superhero and his Bruce Wayne is like, I'm like, the, the late nineties are over my guy. Like, this is not appealing. <laughs> no, I'm not looking for this out of my leading men. I, you thought late nineties. I thought early yeah, 2000s. Yeah, definitely I went of that straight era. to like, Shadow yes. the Hedgehog, oh, you know? Yeah. He's just got this like stringy long hair and he's got like sunken eyes. And he's just like, like, I'm like, I don't want emo Bruce Wayne. I don't want it. Yeah. It just sucks. Yeah. But yeah. but then his Batman is wearing a fucking collar. The Batsuit has a collar and it has like pants, <laughs> like their their fabric pants tucked into boots. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah, the boots were what the boots were what I lost it for. I was like, oh, those are good boots. <laughs> it's weird because like the like this the the bat cowl has like a stitched together leather look. Like he pieced it all together out of parts. But then he's it like yeah. the the chest plate is like tactical armor and like the bat symbol like one of the first things about this movie was like the bat symbol is made out of pieces of the gun that killed his parents that he forged into the bat symbol on his chest i'm like no no i forgot about that i oh my god that's dumb oh my god that's dumb so like it's just just a mishmash of like because everyone in like all the comments are like all right the the crew when they're giving interviews for like three years now because this movie's been being made forever they had to basically right. shut it down because robert pattinson was like violating right. covid protocols in 2020 and like fucking everything up i think Ugh. he got covid or something it, was, it seemed like a disaster oh i remember yes. that now yeah. um yeah and so um this movie should have come out like two years ago but uh um they've always talked like we're, we're making a gritty realistic batman about him his early days he's like year two they keep saying year two like we're not doing year one because no one can do year one year one's too good we couldn't make that we'd fuck mm-hmm. it up we're gonna do year two so <laughs> he's been batman for a little while but like maybe there's just just starting to be weird people like the penguins here and falcone's still around and there's a new guy but we're not gonna do the joker because we can't do the joker we're already taken spoken for I'm- so we're gonna do the riddler i'm so glad they're not doing the joker yes. i'm a little disappointed that like they just went with the guy you get when you can't do a Joker movie, yes. but like I'll I'll take it I'll take it as long as it's not the Joker doing the, doing the Riddler, <laughs> but now he's like a fucked up seven style serial killer. <laughs> yeah, um, and they got the right guy for it because Paul Dano is a man who was born to play fucked up seven style serial killers. I love Paul Dano. Me too. I love him. Me too. But um, also the costume is like oh he's got a bag on his head and he's wearing like a big like jacket and I'm like. <laughs> 
he made a, he made latte art of a question mark as the police arrested him. <laughs> like this is the dumbest show. Was- this is your this is your grounded gritty Batman. What are you doing? That was the thing is that I so I saw the the latte uh, question mark and I was like, oh, are they gonna do like? something close to like the cw thing i not quite Mm -hmm. i i but what i thought was that they were gonna go for like kind of serious kind of tongue-in-cheek like trying to walk the tightrope of like fun but not like too goofy um and and then the rest of the trailer is just dark knight stuff and i was like okay yeah i'll watch but i mean i'll i'll probably like it well enough the fucking like they're like ah we're doing we're doing grounded like you know the the riddler's a fucked up serial killer guy wearing like a plastic bag on his head but then catwoman selena kyle's wearing a ski mask but it has like cat ears under it where they come from i have no idea this costume's (laughs) like barely in the trailer as if they're embarrassed about it because it's that bad uh where should i put this we're gonna put this uh is there a batman did we make a Batman channel? I don't know that we have. I'm gonna put it in bag end. Um, yeah, just put it in bag end. This this Catwoman costume, people should be oh. fired over this. Oh my god, you can't put out a movie like this. Yeah, you can't you can't make this movie. Yeah. I don't understand why <laughs> they're doing this. And then like when she's like just Zoe Kravitz, she's like wearing the most incredible costumes on earth. But like this this Catwoman mm-hmm. looks like three dollar cosplay challenge. Uh, it's just bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, overall, my impression of this trailer was that, like, it doesn't look like it's gonna be, like, just in the absolute pits of hell bad, no. but it doesn't look like, it didn't make me, like, excited either, mm-hmm. you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. Dark Knight fans are the whiniest people on Earth, yes. because they're, like, it's been, like, it has not been ten years uh, since like oh. they got Dark Knight Rises. Oh. You know, yes. it's been, I guess it's been fifteen since the Dark Knight. But like people who want this are so fed, and they're always whining about needing more of it. Yes. Whereas like me, who wants another movie like Batman Returns, yes. like <laughs> it's never um, gonna happen. <laughs> and then like yeah, cause, like dark gritty Batman, whatever. And they're like, I like the idea of Batman as like this weird gothic detective, like with the co- with the collar, like the turned up collar and like the boots, whatever. He just ends up feeling a little like like the appeal of Watchmen, right? Where it's like these are like pulp mm-hmm. heroes that have just been like elevated one step further, and they just like edge into the weirdness of superheroes. But they're like he's still like a a, a detective. That the cops hot like asked to come in and report on the serial killer case because they don't have a clue, and they got this weirdo in a mask, and he's going to come in here and he's going to give them the the right answer, and that's like really cool and like interesting to me. I like mm-hmm. that idea. Mm-hmm. But then he drives the Batmobile, which I'm like, oh, they made like a souped up muscle car. It's not a tumbler anymore, but it still has like a fucking giant rocket on the back. Yeah. Why? Why not just be a car? <laughs> like you were talking about those seventy, those eighties and seventies comics. The coolest thing about the Batmobile, just a fucking car. What if the Batmobile is just a, just fucking, a car. fucking car? <laughs> what if what if a car that was all black drove up and this guy got out the batman <laughs> i'd be so fucking happy are you kidding and then he, he walks into a room and the police are like i can't believe the commissioner had this guy called in this guy it's like yeah i know right but then he figures it out because they don't know they're the fucking cops they don't have a goddamn clue mm-hmm. God. writes itself i think it'd be easy to do um Unfortunately, yeah. it's like I got a rocket and it like flies through an explosion and attacks Colin Farrell's the penguin. Um, 
his version of the penguin seems all right, but it also seems exactly like the penguin from uh from the Arkham games, like literally on yeah. the screen. Um, I the first time I saw the trailer, I thought he was supposed to be Falcone. Yes. It was on. It wasn't until the second time, yeah. and like I think I saw, oh, the penguin's going to be in this movie. Yes. I was like, oh, that's who that's supposed to be. Because the first time I just thought it was Falcone. Yeah. Um, um, the one thing I think is like genuinely great. I hope it works out. Andy Serkis is Alfred. Fucking incredible. Yes. Great casting. Yes. yes. Love it. Yes. <laughs> you just got Andy Serkis in like a waistcoat being sick of this man's shit. Bruce Wayne's like in his mid twenties and he's a layabout and he sucks and he dresses up in this costume. And he goes solves crimes. He can be doing anything. He's got a $300 billion. <laughs> this is what he's doing. Don't have time for this. Love it. Having... Having Alfred as a guy who's like not that old, yeah, you know, yeah. like fifties, sixties, like still has life ahead of him, mm-hmm. like great choice. Because yeah. like you can do Alfred as a really old guy, but like having him be like just a bit older than Batman, like mm-hmm. just sick of this child. Well, this just is, wants him to grow out this, of this. This shit. is how you grow <laughs> into like the the Ben Affleck Jeremy Irons like dichotomy. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. Is that you argue about this shit for ten years until you like find something until you're just married? Until you're just married. (laughs) (laughs) You're so right. (laughs) Um, See, I'm hoping. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not like super enthusiastic. Matt Reeves is like roll up and down. I really liked. The, the I really like the Planet of the Apes movies for what they were. I love the original Planet of the Apes mm-hmm. movies, but I think his Planet of the Apes is pretty solid. I, I like all of those. Um, he made. He I made haven't two seen and three. War of the Planet of the Apes, but I really liked Dawn yeah. of the Planet of the Apes. I really like that movie. Um, he did. He did Cloverfield, which is a movie that I don't like love, but it's fine. Totally worth watching yeah. once. I don't know why you'd ever watch I have it again. For yeah, that movie. yeah, that's the thing. And uh, <laughs> he did Let Me In, which I actually liked. Uh, I'm like one of the people I think Let Me In is like really interesting. I think the first. Mm-hmm. I think the original movie. Um, is not like so untouchable you couldn't remake it. And I think Let Me In in the con like recontextualization does interesting things. I haven't seen this since it was new. Maybe that's like eleven years ago now. Oh my god, what is time? But I remember liking it <laughs> quite a bit. I I I've never seen either of them, but I just remember the culture wars about like, oh, Let Me In is not the this is not the real shit. You got to see Let the Right One In. You should like that's you should watch both of them. I should. <laughs> I I think I would like them. Yeah. They're kind of up my alley. Yeah. Um, um so yeah um i'm i'm looking forward to this i mean i'll say one thing it looks like it's like at least weirder than the nolan movies which are just... yes someday we'll have to watch those and i and like i'll be like i'll bet when batman returns came out or ba- sorry batman begins came out i was like really excited and i don't i still don't hate that movie there's like some bad stuff in it but half of the movie's totally fine uh <laughs> i hate that movie but for like dumb reasons that like it's not like story stuff it's that i just find it like really boring because like it's just bad stunt work or shot reverse shot conversations of people like being too grim like i felt like the dark knight just like is a little bit more dynamic just from like a filmmaking point of view which is weird because he made memento it's not like (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not like he doesn't know how to make like dynamic, interesting movies that are like good. But Batman Begins is just like so stale and boring to me most of the time. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, that's how I feel about Nolan's Batman overall. Like ultimately, mm-hmm. when it was just Batman mm-hmm. Begins, you're like, oh right, like they, you know, they they reverse course after Batman Robin, which is a movie I like, but it'd been a long time. So I take what I get. Mm. There, there's a Batman. It's interesting. I think doing Scarecrow like is not. You don't have a lot to work with. It's Scarecrow. He's boring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, I fucking hate the Dark Knight. I hated it when it came out. I hated it forever. Just a miserable film. I... So I've come around now to where if somebody said to me, "I really want to watch the Dark Knight," I'd be like, "Sure, let's watch it." But I remember just like having like just like culture war shit of, that you could only do when you're like 14 of like I hate the direction they took Batman I hate it I hate it and then when Dark Knight Returns comes out or Dark Knight Rises comes out I'm like look I was right because this is where the, all this shit was always going yeah. this shit was always stupid <laughs> um Ooh, that's, a, that's a bad film. That's a fucking bad movie. There's nothing redeemable about Dark Knight Rises. It's not... Every now and then, especially going around on HBO Max, I think to myself, what if I watch Dark Knight Rises because maybe it's funny? And it's not... I, I don't just think... Just wait for the day we have I to don't do it for our think, fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah. I just don't even think there's going to be enough, like, Bane in it to be, like, laughable. I just think it's going to be a bad movie. It doesn't help that it's like two hours and 44 minutes for no reason. Yep. Um, yeah. um, Jason Gordon-Levitt yeah, is it, Robin. It's like the third hour reveal. Uh, my oh name's actually, my whatever it is, John. God. It's actually, it's actually Robin. My name's Robin. His name is Robin. I forgot about that. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I hate that movie. I hate we it so we've officially much. gone longer than episodes where we actually cover the Batman TV show, uh, <laughs> proving <laughs> that we could do this about anything. We just like Batman. <laughs> uh, I love him so much. Yeah, me too. Me too. I keep wanting more of him in New Frontier. I I keep thinking to myself, I'm like, what if this was? Just yeah, Batman? it's just not a Batman. What if this book? was just Batman in the 40s? <laughs> yeah, it's just not that. Um, yeah. That's the, I mean, that's the thing is like Batman's so popular that when you put him in a team group, you got to use him sparingly or he'll just over like because sometimes you, yeah. you see the ju- like the Justice League stories where like this person likes Batman too much. It's oh, it's upset the soup like it's yeah. just too salty. Now. Yeah, yeah. N- New Frontier is extremely a book you can only make if you're a person who worked on Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. Um like just a person who has to care about John Jones because I also care about John Jones. Yeah. I also think that guy's great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, um, anyway, next time we'll be back and we'll be watching that that one about the Invisible Dad. I don't remember what it's called. I'm not gonna look it up. I'm gonna go eat a burger after this. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining me on this weird non-episode. I think it was good. Um, I think this is one of the better episodes we've done. I agree. Uh, <laughs> where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee, all the podcasts at exportaud.io. That's also the Patreon. Which hey, uh, if you enjoy this podcast, as mentioned, I'm moving to Chicago soon. I'm like, you know, um, taking time out of my schedule to look at apartments. And so, if you want to, you know, start pledging to the Patreon, bump up your pledge. Um, please do. It's a huge help. Nora is between jobs right now because she's gonna like 
do all the packing and cleaning and all the shit that Ooh, I can't that do. Is, that, I is, that is a job. job. Yeah, no, she had to leave her job because yeah. I, I can't help. I work 40 hours a week, yeah. and so... Yeah. Shout out to uh, If people... I love her. <laughs> Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at em underscore being. You can find my podcast on rollmapping.com. There's a bunch of them. Listen to Reptoy Screenings. Mm-hmm. Listen to Ornate Stairwells. I'm catching up on Ornate Stairwells. Just constantly sending you, like, this is how I'd do your podcast <laughs> if I was on it. <laughs> Just being a jerk about it. I'm having a good time. It's a good podcast. But uh, we have fundamental differences in how we run movie podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, you know, you can pledge to the Abnormal Mapping Patreon. We're doing all right, but, you know, it's fine. I'm not moving anywhere. I have a job now. I'm not moving for at least two more years. So, thank You're God. Right. Um, but, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, um, this, uh, exportaudio slash Batman. You get it a week early. Tell yes. your friends. If you like this podcast, uh, send them an, an episode you like, whatever, plug it. I feel like we're bad about getting this one out there, and so uh, more listeners is always good. Um, we're tr- yep. going to try our best to do it weekly, even if it means weird episodes like this. I don't think anyone's going to complain, though. I'm going to be honest. I think people are going to be happy with this one. I'm happy with this one. This is, <laughs> I love this one, and I know that this is what people like, yeah. so it's fine. <laughs> um, but absolutely, uh, pledge to get it early. You'll get Bag End early. Um, you'll get mm-hmm. uh, Back to the Arc, the Marble Hornets podcast, which is ridiculous. It's really good. It's, 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 so it's good. a lot. It's very funny. <laughs> Olivia's very patient, and I appreciate that about her. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, there's a lot of good podcasts all I'm saying and you get them early and you support a good cause people should do that and that's it mm -hmm. until next time Batman Batman Batman